This is Tori Huster, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. I think we're recording. I think I don't know if I remember how to do this. Jordan, how do we how do how do we do is there a certain way I start this? I don't even remember. Uh, all right, Timothy Lawson here, Follow Your Spirit Podcast. Uh, I'm joined by uh, two wonderful people in the uh, women's soccer space. To my left, a staple on the show, Jordan Small. Jordan, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I say on my left, but of course, uh, we're, we're t- t- talking via the internet, so virtual left, I suppose. And on my virtual right, uh, from the Equalizer, someone uh, that I've known for the two years that I've been covering the spirit, Miss uh, Jennifer Gordon. Jennifer, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Do you go by Jen or Jennifer? What do you What do you prefer? I go by both. It doesn't really matter. I think, like, in a more formal context, people usually call me Jennifer, but you can, of course, call me Jen. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Now, now that you said that, I'll, I'll probably end up doing both because uh, I won't, uh, won't, won't know which way to commit. Um, all right. So it's been, uh, what, at least two weeks, three weeks since the final? Yeah. How long ago has it been? Yeah. Uh, it's been even longer since the Spirit uh, have taken the pitch. Uh, I think it's time that we, uh, you know, put something out there for the audience, uh, some sort of speculation of what's going on, an update around, uh, around the league or on the team, whatever it may be. But I want to start with a couple uh, couple things before we get to the spirit. Let's start with the final that did occur in Orlando, Portland Thorns win. Uh, you were down there, Jordan. Tell us about the environment down there. Yeah, so first of all, this stadium is incredible. Um, it's unfortunate that they didn't get um, some more people in there, but uh, the, the stadium itself is beautiful. The field looks great, um, and the people down there, the staff, Orlando put on a great show. Um, definitely a different environment than uh, last season, just because of the teams that were in it. But it was it was super fun, and I'm glad I was able to go. Yeah, good. I was actually talking to um, uh, I think someone that we all know. I, was, uh, I actually had a dog play date with Sarah Gurky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other day, yeah, totally random. We were on the bus together a few weeks ago. And we looked up and saw each other like, hey! And then we realized that we uh, now that I've moved to the Huntington area, I, know I live uh, nearby her, so we had a doggy play date. And uh, we were talking about um, we were talking about Orlando, uh, the, I mean, the, the atmosphere down there and just how, how cool an NWSL final atmosphere is. And um, the importance that if you go, and Jordan, I'm sure you can uh, speak more on this than I can, so I've only gone to one, but... Uh, if you do go to try to make it a multi-day experience uh, and that's not just uh, in playing a little more than, than just the final, did you do anything other than attend the game? Yeah, so we actually didn't get to go to like Disney itself because we weren't there for long enough and tickets are very expensive. But uh, we did get to go to uh, like downtown Disney and, and walked around, got to kind of enjoy that. It's been a few years since I've been down there and um kind of just enjoyed the warm weather because it's always it's always nice when it's 80 plus degrees outside yeah uh and jordan that's uh, uh I, got, I got one more thing i want to get from you recently interviewed abby wambach yes so, yeah how did how were you get how did you get that opportunity so uh i am actually on the student government at my university and abby came 
uh, up to Brockport for homecoming weekend last weekend. She's from uh, the Rochester area, so it was kind of a coming home for her. And yeah, I got to interview her before, um, went to the Q&A with her, and then afterwards got to meet her. So super cool experience. She's great, Um, has some very good ideas about kind of the development academies, um, talked about that, a little bit of expansion. Um, she said, you know, they need to focus on building the league up and, and paying these players better before they really think about um, expanding the league. And I think uh, most of us are in agreement with that. I don't think that we want to see this league push for too much right away. Um, and so that was uh, a super cool experience for me to get to uh, get the opportunity to do. Yeah, it, um, the interview that you did with uh, with her, are you publishing you know, anything on that? And if so, where can people find it? Well, great, great that you mentioned that. Uh, currently working on it. School is being fun right now. So <laughs> at some point, I will School probably, hopefully, get it up on uh, on the site. But we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when you do, I'm sure you'll tweet that out and we can oh, uh, <laughs> uh, amplify that and, and, and see what you got out of that. A um, couple more sort of league-wide items um, before we get to the spirit specifically. Um, let's talk about Kansas City um, and the um, the owner is um, – he, he officially announced, right, that he's looking to sell the team, right? Like I'm not, I'm not mistaken on that situation, Jen? I don't know if it's officially official yet. I know that um, indications are that we can expect news soon, um, but I don't okay. think any. I don't think there's been anything official yet. I could be really wrong on that. It's been okay. a, it's been a really rough like week or two. So <laughs> sure, and I'm I, I'm getting my unofficial official uh, idea from the from the fact that a couple of people that I've talked to about it, they talk about it as if it's like like it's official it's official so uh i haven't officially seen anything official but i've unofficially heard people talking about it like it's official um it's fun saying that word over and over um but let's say let's say hypothetically it is um jen we'll start with you um what what are some of the more likely scenarios you 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 think might come out of this situation um i think relocation seems to be a very likely possibility um you know it it just seems like that nobody really wants that franchise in Kansas City right now. So, and we do know that there are other entities that are interested in having team, but they don't necessarily want them in Kansas City. So, and perhaps this is, is the team that gets moved out to the West Coast um, in like the San Jose area or something, something along those lines. So that's kind of what I'm thinking is the most probable scenario. Um, just I'm just hopeful that it is what happens if, if uh, the owner is moving forward with, with selling, that they are able to find a buyer and get, it gets in a better market where um, you have an owner who's willing to put in the um, effort and time and money to, uh, you know, get this team out there and, and get them the support that they deserve. Um, 
Jordan, do you think is it is it too early? You think for Atlanta United to show interest in getting a NWSL pairing, or is that maybe the right time with all the hype around their team's success this season? I think that's um, actually interesting that you bring that up. Uh, there's Atlanta United, but then there's Minnesota that also came into the mm. league. Um, there's talks that that could be the the likely landing spot for. Kansas City um you know I think either of those teams would be kind of interesting to see just because um it's always nice when you can align with an MLS team um definitely great crowds down in Atlanta I I know that um people down there really want to see women's soccer come back there um they had the beat they loved it down there um and with the crowds that they are bringing in with uh, United, it'd be very interesting to see what they could draw there. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Jenny mentioned San Jose. I think that, uh, I know, you know, I've heard people try to talk like, why, you know, like the San Diego or, or Los Angeles or that big market, but they'd be so far from any other team, right? I think that, uh, you know, I think San Jose is a better fit, a little closer to the, uh, the teams in the Northwest, and uh, you know, I, I really hadn't thought. I really hadn't thought about Minnesota. That's interesting. I guess because since Minnesota didn't make a lot of noise in yeah. in MLS, I really, uh, I forgot of them about being a soccer market. Um, Jen, I know you've seen our uh, our merch on the selfless plug right here, uh, our shameless plug, I should say. Uh, I know you've seen our merchandise that we've uh, we've put out with some of the players. I don't know if you've recently seen the new Estelle design, but I'm curious. Uh, as someone on the outside, um, okay, which I, design really has stupid, caught your eye the most? I don't buy white t-shirts because I always get stuff on them. Like, it's inevitable. So I always go with darker t-shirts. Yeah. That's just that's just how I go, and it's more a practicality uh, thing. But I liked both of them. They both look really smart. So. Spearcoach.com slash merch where you can get all uh, those t-shirts. Uh, last league-specific thing before we get to the spirit. Uh, Jen, you may, uh, I, I wonder if you have any, any news on this. Jordan, may, you might as well. Uh, where are we at with the NWCL commissioner? That any news? an interesting no. question. I haven't really heard anything. I expected something to come from somewhere out of the final and all the media people being together. Maybe, um, people would put two and two together, but I really haven't, I really haven't heard anything on that front and people have been asking. I just... Uh, it just doesn't seem like it's a priority for the league at this point. I mean, it's been since just after the draft. So it's been 10 months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Jordan, anything to add? Um, just I know that Amanda Duffy did speak at the media day um, at the finals, but never really said anything. I think it was kind of brought up, but not like – not a definitive answer more of you know we're still working on it type yeah. thing but uh all right very well well um let's get to the spirit spirit have seven picks in the nwsl draft in uh january as we know that uh man the stark difference between uh where we are where we were last season where we are now um plenty of opportunity plenty of optimism i think and i think it's an interesting blend of the two um let's uh not just not just thinking of the draft but let's also think of you know possible trades and whatnot 
Um, but based on needs, um, Jordan, we'll start with you. Um, where do you think Jim Gabera and the Spirits' priority should be on needs on acquiring new talent? Um, I think right now they should work on getting uh, some solid depth at the center back position. Um, really saw it towards the middle end of the season. Um, some injuries between Coleman, Zdorsky, and Church um, really showed how thin they were at that position. I think they just need some fast uh, players in there because speed was definitely lacking last season. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, what do you think? Based on needs, uh, considering it, um, both off-season movement and the draft, where should, uh, where should the spirit be concentrating? I would have definitely gone with defense, so Jordan took my answer. But I would also say that, uh, which I would like to point out, that defense is a lot of teams need defenders. So that is, I think, it's going to be interesting to see what solutions people come up with. And then also I feel like, like again, like a lot of other teams, there's not a really good like attacking center midfielder. And they've never really had one. Too I mean, Benini kind of, but she's never been healthy for a long enough stretch for you to really see if that's a long-term solution um but yeah those are the two areas i would say could definitely use some improvement okay um jennifer we'll just go right back to you uh thinking about off-season possible off-season trades um and looking at this roster um you know, give me a player or two. Not that we, not that we think they should be or will be traded, but just um, for the sake of the of the the exercise, give me a player that you think that the spirits can uh, can let go of, but also provides a, enough market value where the spirits going to get something. Uh, they're going to get the best out of the value. Uh, it's interesting. I think that in the defensive midfield department, and I'm not sure who goes, who stays, and what you do there. Um, but assuming Andy Sullivan is that number one pick, you kind of have a gluttony of defensive midfielders, and I do think that that is something that you could definitely reach out to some other teams. I think Seattle could use a good defensive midfielder, um, for one, and kind of get some value out of that. Um, like I said, I'm not I'm not really sure who goes, um, or if Gaber will even do that, but um, there's a lot of talent there for... Uh, the spirit uh, that they could actually afford to do that. So I think that could be an interesting thing that uh, the team does. Uh, Jordan, what do you think? Any chance that Jim trades the number one pick because he has the depth there? Um, I don't think he trades the number one pick. I think um, it's pretty pretty much certain that uh, they keep that and, and get Andy Sullivan. Uh, but like Jen said, that leaves you with kind of a predicament. I mean, you're going to have four, maybe five, depending on Loman's progress, of very good uh, defensive midfielders. Uh, you know, Doherty Howard put in a great season. Her stock has to be very high right now. So it, it depends on what you need back. Um, you know, Jen was talking about Trading with Seattle, uh, I think you could, depending on how the goalkeeping situation shakes out here in the off season, maybe you trade one of your D mids for uh, a goalkeeper because they have two quality, 
players out there. So I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting, and that's definitely a, a spot to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, Jordan, back to you. Um, well, yes, just yes or no, will Mallory Pugh play uh, for, in the first week for the Spirit next season? Yeah. Yes, I'm going to be positive here. Yeah, I, I agree, and uh, I've been very – uh, forward about that agree uh why i agree on that uh, in prior episodes jen what do you think Ooh, i actually hadn't given this much thought i think because you do have um obviously like the she believe cup and things like that and ton ton next summer and then you go basically right after the season ends into the world cup qualifiers um I don't know if next year is a good year to pick to try to go abroad. Um, so I think that might not be so much of an option. So it would be a, whether, a question of whether or not Pew gets traded. But I feel like the Spirit would ask too much for any team to be really willing to do that because that's kind of what happened upon her entry into the league. Um, but I think it, I wouldn't totally say that's not possible. I could see that happening. So, But I, I'm kind of leaning against it right now. Yeah. If, um, if the Spirit... If they were to trade for another striker, so one stri- one forward for one forward, uh, give me a player that's – any player that's out there in the league that you think would be, for value-based, the right uh, the right match. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, th- I think that's a, a hard question because the Spirit have all these forwards that we haven't seen in – a long enough stretches to really know what their value is. So I feel like if I'm the spirit, I'm not sure I want to part with any of my forwards because you're you're not really sure what their worth is. And we've seen the spirit kind of get yeah, like I don't want to say screwed. That's probably not a good word for a podcast, but um, I'm using it because I can't think of any other. <laughs> but we're time. using but it. But I feel like they've been on the end, losing end of a lot of deals because they've traded away players that we really hadn't seen the full development of. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not trying to not answer your question, but I just can't think forward <laughs> that um, if I'm Gabara that I'm really willing to get rid of. Um, yeah, because I mean, uh, like Ship and uh, Farkasen have shown flashes, but you know, obviously with the injuries, that's really hard. And when Shayna Williams has been healthy, she's been definitely a solid player at the position. So. Uh, kind of at a loss there. Yeah. So um, something I want to talk about, uh, and this is an odd segue into it, but we're just talking about personnel and decisions to be made on them. Um, you know, looking at the two goalkeepers that played for the Spirit last season, Stephanie LeBay, Didi, Her- is it Herakick? Herakick? There's a there's a CH sound in there somewhere, right? I'm not good with it. Um, anyways, uh Stephanie LeBay, 68.8% save percentage. Didi with a 57.1% um, save percentage. Uh, both of those are uh, of the 14 goalkeepers that were measured, uh, 10 and 14, respectively. Um, we know that Kelsey Weiss was ex- was uh, offered um, a contract extension. Um, Jordan, we'll start with you. How do you like? What are some of your initial thoughts on? the Spirits uh, goalkeeper situation. An even better question of the three we have now is the one that starts next season currently on the roster. Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> it's it's a long way between now and uh, 
sure. in whenever March, April. But um, yeah. I don't think that Dee Dee is the answer to either of the the spots on the roster. Um, great, great personality. I just don't think she's NWSL caliber. Um, you know, hopefully Kelsey Weiss uh, can can get fully healthy here and and prove that she is capable of putting up numbers like uh, like 2016 because I just don't see uh, LeBay coming back. Uh, I, I really do think that um, that Europe is calling. However, like Jen just said, um, there's so much happening next year with World Cup qualifiers, um, whatever tournaments Canada does decide to play in. So maybe she does stick around. Um, and if she doesn't, uh, I know of a very good Canadian that is coming back to the league in uh, one Aaron McLeod. So they could make a play for that. Mm, yeah. Jen, do you have any thoughts on the goalkeeper situation? Um, I agree with Jordan that Didi isn't the long-term solution. Uh, I think it's just a challenge. To I think with Weiss, you try to get her to sign a contract and bring her in to spring and see where she's at. Um, but it does, and I, I agree that LeBay will probably not be back. That does leave a huge hole, and you've got to find a way to fill it. Um, I know a lot of coaches are not going to want to look to the draft for your starting keeper right away, just because um, there is a learning curve, and um, no matter how good you are, it's going to be rough from the get-go, especially just because that position is unlike any other on the field. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they, they do. There, there are options. Um, they could make a play for somebody's backup keeper. Um, it's been pretty good. Like Aubrey Butcho has been a really good backup and uh, stepped in solidly for Ashlyn Harris when she was injured. It would be one person. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, but you obviously have to have the other team willing to trade. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. A lot of different ways you could fill it, but it is a huge problem, and I pro- we probably should have addressed that too when we we're saying what the spirit needed. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's uh, yeah, um, yeah. You're right. That's uh, the the spirit going into the middle of the season had the were, I think they were leading or seconds in shooting accuracy. That's you know shots on target for shots taken. Um, by the end of the season, they dropped the seventh um, with forty eight point one percent shooting accuracy. Um, Mallory Pugh only spirits in the top 24 shot attempts across the league. She's 18th with 46 total shots. Uh, by the way, Sam Kerr took 107 shots last season. Um, how can spirits? Is it de- with the de- is it development of players? Is it you know? I guess I'm leaning on your guys' familiarity with the sport a little bit more on how did the spirit get not only it's a little more volume into their offense, but also a little more potency um, without, like you mentioned, Jim, without trying to move their players around too much without really knowing what their, what their value is and, and what their capabilities are. Jordan, we'll start with you. Uh, I think a lot of it is, is getting healthy and being able to keep a consistent front line. Um, well, that doesn't necessarily get you uh, better accuracy. I think once you start 
playing with one another, uh, you get a little bit more familiarity. So I think probably the number one step for them right now would be getting their forwards healthy and keeping them healthy. Yeah. Jen? That's a huge point. I think also it's important to point out that in 2016 they were playing a completely different system where they were possessing the ball. And I think that it helps create chances and chances that I think they're going to be a little bit more potent. I think um, this past season is a little bit more direct. And I think the entire league was more direct, by the way. Um, and I think that that at times uh, they were taking – they were, A, not getting in behind at all, and so they were taking a lot of shots from distance. And I don't think that were very good. Um, so I think that was a huge problem. Um, so I think they might want to take a look at the system, but I think – you can't decide on a system until you know what players you have um, or what is really going to be available to you. And I think they're not really going to see that picture until probably the draft. So I think it just depends on what they can bring in and what they think they can um, accomplish with those players. Uh, all right, Jen, the thing, the thing that I told you that I was hoping to get from you, I'm sorry we've taken so long to get around to this, but uh, college is um, – College is ahead of us. This draft is out in January. Not a lot of us are, uh, I mean, not at least myself, and I think Jordan and I have actually had this conversation. We're not too keen on uh, on who's out there talent-wise in college. Spirit has seven picks. Who knows if that's how many picks they have by January. A lot can happen between now and then. But if anybody turns on a television or just happens to uh, scroll through uh, ESPN or something, who, what are some names um, – that in in college soccer we should be paying attention to both in general and maybe as they pertain to the spirits needs well obviously i hope if you're a spirit fan that you've been watching andy sullivan for a while um she's number one pick it's not even in question um i think the second off the board will be savannah mccaskill out of south carolina and i think that's pretty much a done deal so the spirit or not unless they make some crazy trade, which I can't even envision, are not going to get her. And those are the two real um, A++ players in this draft. Um, unfortunately, this draft is not great. So then from there, there are some players that I think could be impactful um, that they could get at that number six uh, pick that they currently have. Uh, one player that could be alluring for the spirit would be Amani Dorsey out of Duke. Um, she's had a stellar season. Um, Duke is one of the best teams as far as uh, generating goals right now in the NCAA. And she's second on the team in goals. And she really led them early on in the season um, with those goals. And she's one of those players that plays on the flank. And you just do not want to see because she's going to, A, get around you at some point. It's inevitable. And she's going to make you so tired. Um, she's got a really good shot. She's just really hard to stay in front of. Um, and so I, I think – and she's also from the area, which um, sometimes is alluring, but I know sometimes people really hate when people draft a bunch of people that are local. Um, that would be one person I would really like to see. Um, and then there's another player out of Florida, um, Gabby Zeiler, who's really played just about everywhere um, for the Gators this year. Her best position is probably attacking midfield. And she's just really great on the ball, great at dribbling at people. Um, she leads the team in goals, although she's oftentimes on the back line. So she's just one of those impactful players, and she'll be impactful anywhere you put her. And so I think that would be a good fit for you, know, Spirit, or any team, really, because then you can kind of 
footer, she can fill a need for you. Um, even if you can't, unfortunately, right now, put her at her best position, um, she could definitely help you out. Versatility, uh, good thing. There are some players that, um, personally, I think, there, there are some players, I think, that have a little bit of red flags in some issues. I know right now um, there's a forward for Penn State, Franny Krause, um, who scored for them in the semifinal when the year they won the championship. And she's just um, kind of like a bull in a china shop. She's just going to continue to go at you. She's gritty like you see a lot of times in Big Ten players. But she's been injured for about a month now, I want to say. So that could really impact her, her stock. Um, there's Rachel Corbell's, uh, who is in fact his younger sister and Georgetown, but she has that dual citizenship as well. Um, like Daphne, she's also a French citizen, so she may go abroad, um, which, you know, I, I would kind of expect since Daphne did that. Um, there's just a lot, I think in terms of unfortunately in terms of defenders there's not a ton to pick from this is not a good draft class for defenders which I know a lot of and not just the spirit but a lot of teams are not <laughs> uh too keen on that um there are a couple of defenders I think that people could look at um perhaps Liz Wanger out of Georgetown who was just recently named the Big Ten uh defender of the year she's got good size she doesn't have like a great touch under pressure, unfortunately, but she does have good speed and she's a good tackler. So, um, and she went to a college cup last year. So obviously she's been playing some pretty good games against some pretty good opponents. So, uh, and also going to Georgetown kind of makes her local, I think. Um, those are some players I think people could look at. There's some other, there's obviously some others. I definitely wanted to name at least one defender since I know that was something the spirit we're looking at. Yeah. So the the spirit going into the uh, I mean as it stands now of course a lot can happen but as it stands now spirit were with the number one pick overall and then picks number six and then going into the second and third round they have the first and sixth pick of both those two rounds as well uh, and then of course the first they have the fi- uh, first pick in the fourth round uh, as well for a total of seven picks a uh, lot to work with there and I think what's nice about the with that amount of picks is. Uh, should Jim decide to make some offseason moves, uh, you know, he has those to use as well, um, you know, to to balance out a trade, uh, you know, in, in either way. So um, I think there I think he has a lot. Um, he, he's a lot he can he can work with there. Um, last thing I want to talk about is the national teams. And the first one I want to talk about is, uh, I mean, how disappointing is it that the, you know, that the men's national team will not be in the world cup next year. Jordan, how, how did you feel when you realized they had failed to qualify? Okay. So I actually, right before Panama scored, I tweeted, what if Panama scored right now? And then people just were really pissed in my mentions. So that was fun. Um, I was just, it was, it was one of those things that I'm like, I like the men's team, but, like, I'm going to watch the World Cup, whether they're there or not. And I was like, what if they don't make it? Like, what would happen? And then they didn't. And I was like, wow, we're, re- like, we're really yeah. doing that. So it was it was one of those things that, like, I wasn't really upset, probably should have been, but just more of, like, wow, we're really paying them more and, and doing all this, and they're just not, not doing no. great. I um, I'm actually more disappointed that Chile won't be in. Um, they were actually yeah. my dark horse. Um, that I cho- that 
um, that I thought going into groups and everything that they were going to uh, make a nice run. But they can't be a dark horse if they don't even qualify. So um, that made me a little more bitter than even the, the men's national team. Uh, Jen, what were your thoughts when you saw they didn't qualify? I think there are a lot of U.S women's fans that were kind of like laughing about it and especially in light of what some of the players said uh during the uh equal pay equal equal play equal pay uh you know the battle but i think what people need to understand is uh you know what's good for the men's team as far as getting out there and having people watch games is good for soccer and as a whole in this country um you, you want the men's team to be high profile too because it's going to help grow the game it's going to get more people interested in in the game um and that's better for long-term growth and not just that i think this also affects u.s soccer's piggy bank and uh you're just hoping that they don't make cuts to the women's team to help the men's team who um completely fell on the face they completely fell on their, let's just be honest they completely fell on their face um okay any uh any save rounds jordan well, uh, Joanna Loman is currently in uh, Paris, getting trying to get the twenty twenty gay games to DC, and yes. she's over there with Mayor Bowser and some DC folks. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. That would be huge for the city, and uh, yeah, excited about that. Absolutely, I remember I remember driving through Columbus. Um and seeing a sign advertising the gay games and the tagline was we're so excited we can't think straight <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought it was funny uh jen any saved rounds uh uh well in college soccer a lot of the conference tournaments are this week um so like your scc or acc um, Big Ten, some of your best talent will be playing, so you can catch that. A lot of it is on Watch ESPN, um, so you can can catch that. And it, I, the conference tournaments are kind of people are kind of eh about, but I think it's a good chance to see players playing against each other. And it, for some of them, it does matter. They need to win the conference tournaments to make the to make the the big tournament, to make the big dance. So it could be, it's a good chance to catch some pretty good talent. Um, and then the NCAA tournament will be coming up pretty shortly um selection monday i think is next next week <laughs> it's crazy this year is going by so fast so um just keep an eye on on that if you're questioning if you're kind of questioning oh who could we see with the spirit or in the league next year it's a totally a good time to see it and uh when it, uh survive in advance time is always really fun i think to watch if you're not really know too much about who's playing and, and not it kind of adds that nice element to it yeah Absolutely. Uh, by the way, if anybody's curious, the, the term saved rounds uh, actually comes from my, my military days when, when if people would have like something like a, like a, like a literal saved round, like does anybody have any extra ammunition? Um, maybe that's a term I should stop using. Um, thank you both for for uh, for joining me. It's, uh, you know, the off season, um, you know, sort of touch and go on on um, on conversation. But I know our fans are waiting for uh, this stuff. We're eager to listen to our thoughts. Uh, I get people all the time coming by game saying, hey, I love your show. Don't always agree with you, but I love it. And I'm like, good. Like, if you if agreed with everything, I don't think it'd really be all that fun to listen to. So um, if you disagree with what we say, please 
don't tell me. If you disagree with Jordan, tell her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Jordan, I'm sure you and I will do this again uh, when there is news uh, in the spirit world, which last se- last season it wasn't fun. Hopefully this season it's more fun. Yeah. Um, and Jen, we hope to have you on again, probably closer to the draft. All right, sounds good. Thank you guys for having me on.